It's the Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 37 of the Talking Games Podcast with your host, The Major. Thank you very much for joining us. Happy Guy Fawkes Night on the time we're recording this. Well, it's going to be going up on Sunday. Uh, if you don't know what Guy Fawkes is, it's basically where we celebrate a guy trying to kill Parliament. Kind of a weird thing. No, no, we celebrate the fact that he failed to blow up oh. Parliament. No, oh, cel- like no, 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 you both went wrong. We celebrate the fact that we can just blow blow stuff up in this group. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that is what it's turned weird. into, I suppose. <laughs> Treason. <laughs> anyway, thank you everybody for joining us. Don't forget to check out gamesinquiry.com, load news, art- news articles. There is a couple of reviews up at the moment. I have loaded two. Uh, one's Guardians of the Galaxy and the other one is Far Cry 6. They're both up. I've got another three reviews to do this week, including Vanguard, Probe. We're also doing uh, FIFA 22 and Forza. Shinobi's got a load of reviews. Callum's got a load of reviews. Hopefully they'll be up before the end of the year because we do have two weeks off at the end of the year, which we do every year. Please go look at them. Give them a like. Uh, we've also announced uh, Tandem Tale of Shadows has won Editor's Choice of Game of the Year from Games Inquiry. There will be polls up on the website uh, starting next week where you'll be able to vote for your Game of the Year. Uh, that covers Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, Indian AAA and then uh, Publisher. All of those games were uh, Links will be in the description for when they're up next week. Please go and vote. you also see them on Twitter from other publishers because we have sent the nominees their links already. That being said, how are you guys doing this week? I'm all right. Been a bit busy. Yes. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, no Callum this week. I don't know Hooray! what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will actually be playing Forza 5 next weekend as well on stream on video uh, you'll be able to watch that on the games and cry website we will be live streaming a bit of forza uh, what day is that uh it comes out on the 9th uh which is monday was it monday or tuesday the 9th the, the tuesday, tuesday so we'll be streaming it all together on live stream you'll be able to watch the full stream it will be up on games inquirer's media tab if you don't already know what that is uh, we basically link all videos all trailers movie tv and games they're all linked on there uh, so you don't have to go on YouTube. We are trying to build an app as well so you can do it offline. So you don't need to go online to watch videos. That hopefully will be done possibly next week. Uh, I think I'll get my Halo edition Xbox. Yes, that's going to be another one in there on as the well. Twen- on the 20th. Yeah. Uh, I should also have another video up of Xbox exclusives still to come for next year. There will be another PlayStation 1. Callum's video will be up on Sunday for Project Retro. And I think that's it. But anyway, we're going to start with news stories this week. Uh, there's a lot of Nintendo news this week, but it's surprising. There isn't usually, but there is this week. Uh, success of Switch. Nintendo is apparently spending more on game development. Uh, they have said they ruled they won't rule out buying companies like Xbox and PlayStation have been, but they're saying they're currently prioritising investment into its existing studios. Part of a recent published company management briefing, Nintendo spoke about its investment strategies going forward. Uh, we're looking to spend in the future. The publisher note that due to the excess of Nintendo Switch exceeding expectations with sales, uh, they are reconsidering how to most effectively utilise their income in a variety of strategic ways. With money to invest, they are said looking at long to mid-term plans. Uh, there has been some controversy and anger towards them for the Nintendo Switch expansion, the online expansion anyway, from what they're charging. Uh, they have said they're rolling around two areas, which is building software assets, uh, which will be the used in Nintendo IPs, and also developing ways to expand relationships with customers. Let's not let's hope this not 
more Nintendo Switch Online because I think it's not been great. Uh, their first priority, though, they say, is to organically expand their own organisation, uh, continue their creative culture, apparently. Uh, despite a focus on developing pre-existing studios, they didn't fully put, rule out the possibility of them buying companies in the future. Uh, Nintendo is, the, as far as I know, the largest publisher in Japan. Uh, what companies in Japan, because Shinobi, you'll know about this, what companies in Japan do you think they could possibly acquire in the future? Sega could be one, obviously. Uh, I think that would be the most obvious choice, but now Sega like to stay independent and they've got a relationship with Microsoft. Yeah, that um, just came out last week. They're working on a game with Microsoft. For but the thing is, I, I like Sega the way they are because they're basically flexible. Mm. Yeah. So I prefer them like this. I think if they combine with Nintendo, uh, they might break apart at some point. You know, people might start leaving or something. Yeah. There's there's always that. So and um what else is there? There's uh Capcom, Konami, um There's there's uh, there is quite a few. I mean like East Asia software. Yeah, one. but you gotta think of software that matches Nintendo. Yeah. I mean they, yeah. they are trying to expand to to make more Nintendo exclusives because at the moment they've got Mario Zelda. Those games have been going on for ages, but they haven't really bought out a new IP in quite a while. To yeah. be fair, though, why would they need to? Because those two work. Yeah, I mean... They if do, it ain't broke, don't fix it is a saying for a reason. Yeah, I mean, the, there is the culture amongst customers or gamers that they want to see new IPs come out because after a while, those games become stale or they just, sure. you know, you've done as much as you can with Mario can we see something new other than Mario? Because Nintendo... Nah, man, the Mario yeah, never gets have, boring. Yeah, to be fair, you would then have those people going, wait, why are you focusing all your attention yeah. on this? What about yeah. Mario games? Yeah, the customers are fickle. <laughs> Games are very fickle in They're that way. They're never going to be able to win if they try whatever they try and do in that regard. Yeah. I mean, the, the last company they bought was Next Level, just 2005. They did release, uh, I think it was Punch-Out!, uh, Federation Force Nintendo 3DS, uh, which is a Wii uh, Metroid Prime, that was. Uh, they haven't bought any other companies since then, though, and that's going back, what, 15 years, 14, 15. But they don't need to. Look how many games they got. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice. I can't, I can't, I can't keep up, man. The amount of yeah. games they got is ridiculous. Yeah, but that, yeah. a lot of them have come from indie companies who have just released on Switch. No, no, they got, they got some top, like... The amount of first-party first games they've got is... Yeah, but that's, that's because those indie developers can't afford to release on PlayStation or Xbox. No, it's not Nintendo that. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about their first-party. They've got so many first-party games, and then they've got loads of fighting games. The only thing I think they're lacking in is driving. So if they bought a developer for driving games... Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know they're, they're bringing out sort of a Pokemon version of Mario Kart. Uh, they've obviously got the Mario Kart version. They do need some more games in that genre because it is still very popular. And with the, the Switch being able to move motion controls, it would be the best platform to bring out a racing game because you can easily use the Switch to... Yeah. Uh, but we do know also they're looking to expand the Switch online service. This came out last... Or was it yesterday, actually? Uh, they said they were announcing, confirm and improve, expand on its Nintendo Switch service. Uh, the recent release, the pre always, man, they always say that, yeah? Yeah. And then when you go to the office page or whatever and you start scrolling down, it takes forever. It's it's, it's like Wii U level. They said they're like going to improve the Wii U, 
with the uh, Switch eShop. Have you tried scrolling down in the office and yeah. all the Yeah, it takes forever. It's ridiculous. That's yeah. unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, with a lot of people are really unhappy about is the fact that this expansion, which is costing about an extra 20, 30 pounds or dollars a year, uh, has an N64 game, Sacred Saturn games, and DLC for Animal Crossing. Um, there has been obviously been issues with the N64 games being very laggy. They're worse than they were on the N64 console. Uh, they've also announced that they are planning to expand it and bring more games uh, due to the poor reception of pricing. Uh, as part of the corporate management briefing again, Nintendo said they will continue to improve on the Nintendo Online Plus in order to provide services that satisfy its fan base. Uh, come shortly after the company experienced a rocky start to the launch of its premium service, uh, which launched last month. They had a new membership tier that gives players access to Mega Drive, Paladin, uh, N64, as well as paid DC currently for Animal Crossing. If they don't expand on that and bring out more, I can see this going away very quickly. They, sh- they should have decided, <clears throat> they should have said that they're going to improve things before going, oh, by the way, if you want to play this game, you have to pay this amount of money that we know is going to irritate you all. Yeah. I mean, they, should, they should have known that the services that they had already were not going to be good enough and that, on top of this price increase, was going to annoy everybody. Yeah. I mean, we, we know you can buy, obviously, the Animal Crossing DLC for about £25, which is kind of expensive. We do know it's the only paid DLC in Animal Crossing. Why so expensive, though? For one DLC. I mean, it's a big DLC. It's it's pretty much a whole new game. But uh, we do know the company has experienced a number of issues. Classic games running on handheld have been really, really poor. Uh, complaints have been through the roof for this online service. Uh, they have taken criticism, though, on to, on on board. Uh, they're looking to announce some overall increases uh, and more additions to the online service for next year. Uh, they have said that it might be coming at the next uh, Nintendo Direct uh, across the last company year, the popularity of Nintendo has grown. Though. They are quickly becoming, or are amongst at the moment, uh, with PlayStation as far as uh, handheld or console sales uh, for units. They are selling as equal to PlayStation. Uh, Nintendo is also discussing the possibility of a new console, though. Uh, they are saying they might bring out a new Nintendo Switch in the near future. Uh, they are sticking with the Switch now. Uh, they will be saying they won't be doing it just yet. Uh, but they have been sticking to the Switch now for several years. Internal discussions for a new next-gen console, though, are still taking place around the release window, what it might be, and what the concept is. Uh, as you expect, Nintendo is, of course, planning to do a day one replace the Switch with a new gaming system. Uh, the company's latest financial presentation made clear that the new hardware was part of wider plans. This is obviously going back to the Nintendo Switch Pro. Uh, there have been rumours of a 4K release from Nintendo. They're going to do a new console uh, within the next few years, uh, which will include 4K resolution uh, and an expanded hard drive as well. They are adding services to the Nintendo account system. Uh, presentation only gave a date of 20XX, so it's no confirmed date yet. Uh, during the financial results Q&A, uh, David Gibson was an analyst. Nintendo president Shintaro Furukawa was asked what he would say about the next-gen next gen device. Furukawa was clear that he would say very little. It does not. He seems even that the new console will still be up for debate within the company. So they have, even internally, they don't know in Nintendo what the new Nintendo console would even be or what, it would, what the Hold concept is. Hold on a second is. then. Hold on a second then. So why have they announced it 
if they don't even know between themselves what they're actually doing. That has got to be the world's most stupidest marketing tactic ever. Yeah. Because the I minute, mean, yeah. if they all end up disagreeing on everything and then just decide, right, you know what, we're not going to do this, they're all going to look like idiots. Yeah. I mean, they have said they don't know what the console is. Um, they're even denying the fact that they're bringing a 4K resolution screen to, to consoles, even though there is um, mention of it on the OLED model. Uh, developers have come out, uh, journalists have come out and said there has been dev kits handed out for 4K resolution packs for Nintendo Switch. This obviously we know that Nintendo is looking into making a next-gen console, but they still don't know what that console is, which is stupid because why would you say, oh yeah, we're going to make next-gen, we have no idea what we're doing with it though. You, I mean, this, this got They're trying to like make this. themselves look good and failing miserably because... Yeah. They're trying to talk about subjects that they don't know about. This is like me turning around to my boyfriend saying that, uh, giving my opinion on Formula One when I know absolutely nothing about it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same <laughs> thing. And I'm not that stupid. So why why, in, why did Nintendo think this is a good idea? Yeah. I mean, Furukawa did say the Switch remains in the middle phase of its life cycle. How, the Switch has been out, what, eight years now? Uh, yeah. Was it that 2013, 2012 Nintendo Switch released? No, 2017. March is it only 2017? Was it only? To be fair, no, no. I don't remember it being as early as 2013 because I don't remember yeah. the Switch being a thing when I was in college. No, he's confused with so, Wii U. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it probably is the Wii U. I did have a Wii U as well. Um, but they have said it's the middle of their life cycle, so you possibly look at another five years. Uh, so maybe what twenty twenty seven maybe the Wii U the Wii U launched in twenty twelve yeah in that's November. probably what I'm thinking of yeah. yeah yeah but the Switch was um uh on the I think it's seventeenth of uh, March yeah and that yeah. was uh twenty seventeen was it seventeenth March um no it might be uh. I should know this. Third of March, silly me. Third of March. Oh, you 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 got March right, mate. I'm very impressed. <laughs> you got the month right. <laughs> I so... got, I remember that. Third I mean, of March, 2017. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember because I bought it on launch. I bought everything. I bought the Zelda Limited. I bought the Switch. I bought the case. I bought the uh, um. You buy a lot. <laughs> extra Joy-Con <laughs> Pro Controller. Man, that went all out, man. Yes, yeah, I know. You did. I know. I've seen. I've seen your collection. I know exactly what you bought. And then you've got people like me who don't even have a switch yet. I've got. <laughs> that's I've a, cri- got that's a crime. <laughs> I know, but money. <laughs> yeah, it is quite. It's still quite expensive for. It's. For I've got. I've got years. all the consoles, and I have to say, it is my favorite console. It's just yeah. like well, I've, I love. I've I love Halo. I love Forza. Yeah. I love um like God of War and uh, uh Last of Us and stuff like that, yeah. But the thing is, what makes me tick is Nintendo. I mean, the games they have are just mad, especially like Zelda, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, you know, you got arms. I mean they they got online extravaganzas, man. They got unlimited online games, man. Like and these games never get old. Even Animal Crossing, you know, there's a new update for that now. They just keep these games fresh, you know, and that's what I love about it. 
you know, they I just mean, need an in-house, sorry, they just need a first-party driving game, and then they're good. Yeah, I mean, they do need to release some, like, more AAA titles, because the amount of games that are coming out for the next year for Xbox and PlayStation are just immense. Is that not half the problem with why Nintendo don't release as many games? Because if I remember rightly from the last podcast I was on, they don't have the ability to release as high-quality games as Xbox and PlayStation. You can on Xbox and PlayStation. That, that so therefore they the- can't... So therefore they can't really what, what release do you mean racing high, games in a similar horror, way. Horror, horror, horror. What do you mean high quality? To well, be honest... Graphi- I, graphically, I, yeah. they're not as good as the PlayStation because they can't compete with PS5. Yeah, but the then the thing is, they can't... They don't have gameplay. You know, the, the competition. So They do have it, gameplay. No, not on the level of... Nintendo makes the best games in the world. I mean, there's even like... If you look at... Um, the president of Sony, I, I, I he, he buys, he buy president of Sony, yeah? Um, yeah, he's a big fan of Nintendo, yeah? yeah, and then you got um Steven Spielberg and other people, even Hollywood filmmakers, yeah, and Mario, don't forget Mario's got a statue in um Madame Tussauds, yeah, and uh, he's very iconic. That's not a surprise. And yeah. the thing is that <laughs> these games. Yeah, you can't put them down. I mean, I've had every Nintendo system since launch, except yeah. for the Virtual Boy, because I was a piece of trash. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So where it is, yeah? It's, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Really but where it is, yeah, is that I bought, I bought every console since launch, and I've never seen this many first-party titles on any uh, console at all. Yeah. The amount, I bought all of them, yeah. And the thing is, the amount of games that they have is ridiculous. I can't keep up. So there's only I so don't many. I think that's the issue, though, is it? I think the issue is that they're always releasing the same kind of games, no, as no, opposed but... to expanding to other genres. But then my argument against that is they can't because they're not. No, they have. They're very. Not I mean, the I, I, I'd have to say, out of everyone, they've got the most diverse genre of games yeah so the thing is like when you look yeah they got the most diverse uh genre of games in comparison to the others i mean sony sony make a lot of games like the last of us god get they're more story driven yeah and then they got the odd um like you got gran turismo and stuff like that but most of their games are the top games are story driven microsoft They've kind of followed Nintendo, but they do like Halo, Killer Instinct, Forza, Forza, that's Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon. But if you look at Microsoft, they're doing a top game in every genre, which is what Nintendo does. Yeah, the only one they're missing, like I said, is driving, but they got Mario Kart, but that's not a true driving simulator. Yeah, they need something that's more serious. Mm. But the thing is that if you buy an xbox or playstation which are both similar yeah but if you buy an xbox or playstation nintendo is a completely different beast and if you buy a switch a playstation xbox is a completely different beast yeah so the best level thing is to get um all of them or two of them get a nintendo and another console and pc gamers 
they don't even care about Xbox and PlayStation. Because half the games you can get on them, you can get on PC as well. Yeah, yeah, but they will buy a Switch. Yeah, because that, that is true. Yeah. That is true. And they hate consoles. Yeah, but they'll buy a Switch because it's got the games. But I mean, what have you have you got any Nintendo consoles? I no. <laughs> I, I, I haven't I, got I've had... No, no, not you. I've, no. <laughs> I... You haven't. What that work. <laughs> I, I've got the really old Nintendo Wii downstairs, but that's pretty much about it. Okay, what did you get on that? Uh, What, games-wise? Yeah, how many games? Uh, I'm not sure how many games we've got, but there's obviously Wii Sports. And the and Mario Kart and the Mario and Sonic Olympic games from way back in 2012, just I've not touched that Wii in a very long time. Okay. And I can't remember half the other titles we've got, but they're okay. the ones that's uh, Did you did you think there's many games on the Wii that are for hardcore gamers? Not, for, I wouldn't say for hardcore gamers. No, because the Wii wasn't designed for that purpose. The Wii was designed for families that want to have games now and stuff and that is that's what my that's what my understanding of nintendo systems in general is that's nintendo's more group orientated and specifically like i just said family orientated whereas things like playstation xbox pc therefore more as major just said hardcore gamers so therefore they that's why the for want of a better word higher quality games are generally released on them whereas Nintendo tends to get the. I, will, I, I wouldn't say higher quality, because what no, what defines word, what defines the game, graphics and graphics. power don't like, define the uh, game. Right. True. I'll but... tell you one thing, when I boot up a GameCube game, and I boot up even some PS4 games or PS3 games, I can't play those PS3 or PS4 games because they look heavily outdated. But I could take a GameCube game and play it now, like F Zero, and it's wicked. It just still yeah. it stood the test of time. So it's not it's not about that. And the frame rate is really good as well. Yeah, because Nintendo focus on frame rate. Yeah, uh, they always deliver that smooth experience. Yeah. So, but the we don't need to move on from this though. Because right, but a quick thing. Yeah, but the thing is, the, the Wii people say it doesn't have a hardcore base, but when I I bought about I bought a ton of games yeah I got a massive Wii library and I was shocked there's a lot of like Tatsunoko versus Capcom there's a lot of Japanese stuff and there's a lot of uh, hardcore games on the Wii that people don't know about do you know what I mean yeah so obviously you got your um, the stuff they advertise yeah like Wii Sports and all that Wii Fit but there's stuff on there that is proper hardcore, like beat 'em ups, um, shoot 'em ups. Uh, there's a lot of Japanese games on there. There's a lot of um, that are ported to the Western market. Yeah, I mean it's got a massive library that shocked me. Yeah, and then the same with the Wii U. The Wii U had a hardcore library, and people said it's rubbish. But now the same games are coming on the Switch, and everyone's buying them. So it's not, as far as I'm concerned, they make really high quality games because the game to me is about gameplay, not graphics. Yeah. And standing the test of time. Yeah. yeah. These games, these games will like, well, they're like even the Dreamcast. You can pick up Dreamcast games now 
and they they look good even now. Right. Yeah. Okay. We got, we've you know got, got to move on, though. We've got to move on because this is dra- right, this go, is dra- go, go on. Um, Nintendo have also said that they've taken $900 million uh, for an expansion. Uh, they've said they're looking into making movies, yeah. non-game assets, uh, and possibly, uh, not dismissing, buying other companies. Uh, they said Nintendo will spend up to 100 billion yen, which is about 654 million pounds, uh, to make non-game entertainment software assets including movies of their own IPs. So we could well see a Mario or a Sonic movie or a Pokemon. Another Pokemon. I don't really want to see another Pokemon movie. I was going to say, we've already, we've already had... I don't think I've seen a Mario movie, but we've already had uh, a Sonic there, movie. There is one from the 1980s, which was really, really, really bad. <laughs> and I, can't remember, I can't remember the guy's name that was in it. He was also in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, there's uh, another popular actor now, Mexican actor, who plays Luigi. Which is kind of insulting. <laughs> they cast the Mexican to play an Italian. Uh, they also had a couple of other actors in now. Uh, it was, I mean, cast-wise, it was huge. But when you look at actually watch the movie, it is really, really rubbish. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but they are saying they could be making new movies. They have saved over a, a 900 million yen, or non, nearly 900 million dollars, um, to make some movies and non-game stuff, other game stuff. Uh, they also have said that they are planning, obviously, to make movies based on their games, but will go one by one. Uh, there has been no confirmation what these games could be, but we could well see a Zelda movie. That's the game, that's the, the game uh, franchise that's going to be circulated for the first Nintendo that, movie. That would be, be good. That, be good. that might actually work. Yeah, that, I mean, they have actually... said that Illumination could be planning a standalone Donkey Kong movie. Yep. Is another one, good. which yeah, I mean, how much could you really do with Donkey Kong though? A lot, a lot. Live action. Hey, dude, man, have you played Donkey Kong? Yeah, I have. I've played. I used to watch the cartoons when I was little. Yeah. Uh, with Diddy Kong, and he used to live on a little island. I think that was based off Donkey Kong. Was it two or three? Yeah. Um, they had a TV show with that. I mean, apparently, uh, they have entered production or are claiming to have entered a production with actor Seth Rogen. To play Donkey yeah. Kong. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's Kong a lot they can film. do. They, there's a lot they can do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's, we know, there's we know a lot they're of making characters. a CG uh, Super Mario movie, which is due in North yeah. America, and uh, December next year, Christmas. But there's a lot of uh, characters. Mm. I mean, they have, they are looking also. Uh, apparently, Chris Pratt will be voicing Mario, uh, and <laughs> Seth Rogen will be Donkey Kong. Chris Pratt voicing Mario. That's... Yeah, he's, he's in everything. That's the thing. <laughs> well, that's why they've done it because they're gonna choose. Because I can't help but think. I don't that, know. Bro. I can't help but think that Nintendo are just trying to do too much to make money. Why not just stick in the lane that you're good at as opposed to no, trying no, to? No, they know. No, no, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they've made they, some. They do, but I think they're trying to be. They're, they're, they're jumping into things they know very little about. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I what, was. Movies? That's exactly what I no, was no, thinking. they know they've made. Um, they know what they're doing. I mean, look they, at the they've po- made animations. No, look they've at the Pokemon movie. And stuff, the Pokemon as, movie as as was actual. No, no, the Pokemon movie was wicked, man. The they, thing about... they, they only lent their IP to that. They had yeah, no but the thing... in production. Or, yeah, I was going to say. I don't think that yeah, but... was. Yeah, but the that thing wasn't is, Nintendo. They that's the Pokemon company. This completely separate. Yeah, but company. they know. 
they know how to make a story. They know that. Yeah. They know they know how to make stories, but they have no experience. I mean, I know how to write. That wouldn't mean I would go out and write a movie script and make a movie. I don't know. I'm I'm not going to be pessimistic. I, 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 I know how to box. I'm not going to go then jump in the ring with Anthony Joshua. That's not going to happen. The only the thing is with Nintendo. I mean, we know they're making a new Mario movie. Yeah. That's coming. It will be CGI. It's not going to be live action or feature. That, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got Chris Pratt, the Seth Rogen, and I, I think, I think I'm a bit. I'm very skeptical. I'm really skeptical about choosing Chris Pratt. I'm really yeah. skeptical. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Chris Pratt as an actor. I think he can yeah. be very, very funny. But one, he's not an Italian. Yeah. So him trying, if he yeah. even remotely tries to do an Italian accent, I'm gonna be very <laughs> irritated. Uh, <laughs> secondly, he's in absolutely everything. You need to start casting more people because they always do this when an actor gets popular, they cast him in absolutely everything. Diverse a little bit because people want to see this movie regardless. I think it's about being more faithful to his voice and character. Yeah, yeah. That's the that thing. should he's take precedence over anything. Yeah, and yeah. this is, I mean, the, this, is the this, issue. Is, this is another thing. This is the thing that's really annoying me. Charlie yeah. Day. Yeah. Do you guys know who Charlie Day is? No. He was in uh, Horrible Bosses. He's not an Italian. He's playing Luigi. Oh, him. I can That's see him. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Uh, Jack Black though will be playing Bowser apparently, and Crank. <laughs> yeah, he'll be. Uh, Jack Black will will be good. But yeah, I mean, I would thing... like that is uh, that rumor of uh, a Zelda movie. If they make it live action, if they make it with real people and not cartoons, that guarantee will. But be that you movie. know that's going to be easy because the most Link says is. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to have a bigger line dialogue for him than that. Yeah. So they can put any voice they want on that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They, but they the thing is, like Mario, like <laughs> I can't imagine Chris Pratt saying, "It's me, Mario." Woohoo! Better or not, I'll tell you now. I'll walk out. Oh, that, 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 that would be now. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine that, but. I, I can imagine no. it, but I hope you I'll never really know. Go. You never know. You might have some hidden talent. You never know. Yeah. yeah? True. You, you so. could play Mario with that impression. That was wicked. I yeah, know. that was a very good Start impression. Me, man, then I can buy um the next Nintendo console. Yeah. <laughs> have enough when, it, money. when it comes in like five years. But anyway, uh, yeah. we got some deals of the week. Shinobi, are you doing it this week? Uh, there's a big uh, NIS sale. Yeah. Read them out, man. Read them out. Uh, uh, you start first. Let me find it. What do you mean? I start first. <laughs> That's not the way it goes, mate. Right? Have you got any sales on um other consoles? Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, the biggest thing. Here's the biggest thing. Here's a big thing. This is a big one. Yeah, you know about the Animal Crossing Happy Home Paradise DLC. You can yeah. get that free if you get the um, as long as you subscribe, but. People like me, we want to own it, right? So if you want to own it, then I will go to um, online, do a search, yeah, and you can find it for much cheaper. Like I said, I got it from Shop2 at around £16. CD keys have it, and, um, yeah, just... just I, I have got one deal, which is very, very good, if you're on Xbox. Uh, yeah. You can get Gears 5 for free, 
uh, by going installing the latest version of the Xbox app and the Xbox Insider Hub. Uh, you launch the Xbox app, log into your new or existing Microsoft account. If you have installed all the updates, a shortcut to the Xbox Insider program should appear next to the bell icon in notifications. Uh, click on the Insider program logo, sign up for the test program, then join the Xbox Accessibility Insider League. Then you need to find and select XAIL Gears 5 Accessibility, which will allow you to add Gears 5 to your Microsoft account for free. That also plays on PC and will be um, on both Xbox One and Series X. So uh, NIS America, 34 games on Switch are on yep. discount. So you've got uh, Destiny Connect, TikTok Travelers, Disaster Report 4, Fallen Legion Revenants, uh, Fallen Legion Rise to Glory. A lot of these games are crap, yeah. But... <laughs> right, sweet. All right, I've, got, I've got one. Uh, F1 2021 PS4. Uh, it's currently $34.99 down from $54.99. Save yourself 20 quid. This is a game. Uh, there's also uh, the same deal, $39.99 down from $54.99 for the Mass Effect uh, Remastered Collection on Xbox One. Uh, there's a couple of small deals on there as well. PS4 Mortal Kombat 11, that's currently $12.99, uh, down from $19.99. Uh, you could also get Cyberpunk on PS4 if you want to give yourself brain damage. Uh, that's currently $29.99, down from $47.99. Don't forget, Black Friday's coming at the end of the month, and then you've got Cyber Monday, and then you know they're going to drag that on all the way until Christmas. So you're going to get a ton of physical and digital games. Mm. Um, so... Uh, I'm currently on latestdeals.co.uk. There is gaming headset noise cancellation headphones with mic, plus a 30% off coupon. Uh, It's down from $17.99 for £9.89. It's currently reduced on Amazon deal stack. Uh, There is also a couple of other ones here. Uh, Space Explorer shooting targets. uh, That's currently $22.19, down from $34.99, just in time for Christmas. And if you're looking for some new mouse, uh, for Razer or Death Adder Essential, which is a very good mouse. Uh, it's currently down by ten pounds on a uh, wow on, on Amazon. Uh, it's twenty nine ninety nine down to nineteen ninety nine, which is a very good deal for a for a mouse. Yeah, Xbox store, yeah. Uh, Lego DC Super Villains Deluxe Edition is only fourteen ninety nine. That's a brilliant game. It's really funny. Yeah, I can't stop laughing with that game. Uh, Lego Batman three nine pound forty nine. Uh, Harry Potter collection, the Lego one, fifteen seventy-four. So all their Lego games are on sale, and mm. they've got Lego Marvel collection, which is three Marvel games. Yeah, so that's the first uh, Marvel superheroes one, Marvel superheroes two, and the Avengers games for just twenty pounds, nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah. yeah, that's a big bargain. Grand Theft Auto Five Premium yeah. Edition and Great White Shark Card Bundle. Seventeen ninety nine Mafia Two Definitive Edition Eight Pound Twenty Four. What else? Uh, uh, oh, I've got yeah. one last one uh-huh. here. If we want to quickly read this out, uh, at John Lewis right now, you can get a Nintendo Switch console with an improved battery uh, for two hundred and thirty nine pounds. That's forty pounds off, delivered to your address for free using the code MYJL two hundred. Uh, the deal closes at midnight, so you need to jump on that as quick as you can. You probably have by the time this podcast up about six hours. Oh my gosh, that's a bargain. Yeah, that's £40 off using the code MYJL200. That's from John Lewis. Oh, wow. no, it sounds like you've thrown that in there just because of what I said about not owning a Switch, Major. <laughs> <laughs>
She caught me. She caught me. Uh, anyway, uh, next week, uh, Epic Games Store content has been revealed. Three games. I think would include Rogue Company Season 4 Epic Pack. We will be replacing Avon Colony. Uh, it is free to download from November 11th to the 18th. Uh, you can be able to also unlock Switchblade, Scorch, uh, two explosive new rogues. Uh, we incinerate opponents with fire and napalm. Uh, we'll receive the inf- those who uh, will receive the Switchblade uh, Inferno Imp outfit along with the 20k Battle Pass XP, uh, more booster XP points. Uh, the Steven coming usually costs about £25. Uh, it's now currently free to download until November 11th. Uh, there apparently is 160 million users on store. If you are one of them, make sure you get that deal. Now, we spoke about Animal Crossing. The list of all the items that have come out in this DLC have been now data mined, and they have now got every single item that's currently out, and not including the frog chairs, which I know a lot of people wanted for one reason or another. I have no idea why. Uh, but originally scheduled for release. It did come out a day early. Uh, I did download it. I'm, I haven't played it yet because I've still got FIFA. I'm trying to review uh, and Vanguard, and I'm waiting for Forza on Tuesday. So, uh, the Happy Home Paradise apparently will acquire your dream to vacay on a new island. Uh, apparently, costing twenty two forty nine or twenty four ninety nine if you're in the US. Uh, it isn't a standalone product, so you'll need to obviously own Animal Crossing for that. Uh, but there is a list. We are going to include the full list uh, down below. Uh, obviously. The froggy chair comes in a variety of new colours. There's over 9,000, though, items. They have posted a huge image gallery uh, on animalcrossingworld.com. Uh, you'll be able to find the full list. Some of these items are actually really nice, and if I had the inkling to buy this DLC, I probably would. Just hey, hey, it's wicked, oh, man. I can't wait. I've, I've downloaded mine got, already. Now as well. As, as huh? a, as a, you've got goggle eyes, you know, the Google eye. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's a new, there's a load of new masks, new backpacks. Oh, oh wait, uh, wait, wait. There's um, I checked. There's um, some uh, I there's if you go to certain islands and you break the rocks, you can get star fragments. So yeah. instead of sitting up and waiting for a shooting star, yeah, you can get from the rocks. Yeah, so now yeah. now you have to actually break the rock. Yeah, uh, which is kind of annoying. Um, because I don't. I want forgot. To break How do you break it again? I forgot. You have to eat fruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You throw and be able to smash the rock. Uh, but apparently, there's a load of new handbags. You can now get swords as well. Are so, you getting yeah. the handbag? No, I'm not getting the handbag. But there's a load of new bagging options for this. Why not, uh, man? Also... You could be the talk that... of Animal Crossing. You're right. I, I can take the piss. I can take... <laughs> Come on, man. Then how am I going to take the piss out of you? You can't. That's the thing. <laughs> but there is apparently. Yeah, if you want to get the piss out of someone, we need to get Callum back on here. Yeah, yeah, we need him. Yeah, Callum, man, where are you, man? Yeah, we will. Hopefully, he did. He's starting a new job this week, so. Oh, oh he's kept that quiet. <laughs> yeah, he sent me a message last night telling me. Um, well, we miss you, the... Callum. Come back. <laughs> including the bag section. I Right, he's funny, man. He's funny. He's got a charm. Anyway, can I, Wait, I've got a big deal for you. I've got a big deal for you. Oh. Here's a deal of the day. Check this out. Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Instead of $51.99, you get it for $51.85 on Shop 2. <laughs> that saves you 14 pence. <laughs> okay, now you can move to the next subject. Right. So, I'm including bags, to get there's that three out. new swords, there's a load of new trousers, 
you can get all new paintings for your house uh, for all the new. Oh, the, you're still going on about art. Animal Crossing. Yes, I'm trying to finish this article off so we can move on. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. Uh, there's a load of new paintings for every villager. Uh, you'll be able yeah. to find one for pretty much everybody. Uh, there is a load of new furniture. There's new. You can now cook and obviously farm, so you can buy yourself a new oven. There's loads of stuff. Go check the list out. We'll leave it all down below. Uh, we're also going to tell you how the Animal Crossing's farming and cooking works. Uh, according to Scream Rant, uh, they've added five new crops and ability to cook a large number of recipes, which your villagers can now eat. Uh, the players have been able to create their own little piece of island life, uh, which is the new 3.2 update, or 2.0 update, I should say. Uh, is at least five new crops have been added, uh, not including pumpkins, which if you've still got on your island, you can use them as well. Uh, wheat, sugarcane, carrots, tomatoes and potatoes. We knew about this from last year when they did the data mine. Uh, crops themselves aren't new additions. However, uh, the extensive orchids or orchards populate with six new fruits available at launch will add to that. You'll be able to use them for food as well. There are new five types of mushrooms which are available in the game. They also can be used. You can make things like mushroom soup, mushroom salad. Uh, they are available in four different, obviously, colours, different times of year. They change colour. Leaf will be one of the new op NPCs that are opening a shop on Harv's Island, uh, which is also uh, another update for this 2.0. So you'll be able to unlock the shop there to get new farming opportunities and get new stuff to cook. Uh, possible new starts will also be sold at Nook's Cranny. Uh, there is obviously still pumpkins about. You can still get them. They can also be used for cooking. Uh, the whisk, which we added to the hammer, as craftable. So you can now get a whisk as a tool and be able to make food that way, uh, which also we can get from spending miles. Uh, there is also make sandwiches and things like this. But you can you can pretty much change your entire island. There is so much now to do in this game. It's insane. Wow. Uh, which is one for me and you, Shinobi, because I like Animal Crossing. I'm glad I love that game. It's, a, it's yeah. that game crack. So it is. It is. That is proper addictive. And it's now. worth mentioning It's worth mentioning The Happy Home Paradise yeah. Before that used to be a separate game On the 3DS and it was brilliant I loved it Yeah. Mm. So uh, basically all your stock Is unlocked And so you know On these islands so you got a job And you have to Retrofit each house uh, Outdoors and all that stuff and um it's pretty cool so yeah. if and you, you want to bring translate out... it back to your own island as well and do your neighbor's house but here, here's the mad yeah that's a yeah and here's the mad thing it used to be a separate game and the fact that i got that for 16 pounds 51 pence is astonishing because yeah i would have thought they'd charge 50 pounds for that you know so I that's have a paid fifty pound for DLC. That's not even happening. <laughs> no, no, no. They could have sold it as a separate game, but they... yeah, that, I think they probably would have done if it not had been for the fact that they were trying to launch the Nintendo Switch online. Yeah. They needed something to add on to it. They know how popular this is. People wait for the new DLC. I so mean, that's a it's a giveaway, man. It's yeah, a giveaway. they cut the price in half. But anyway, uh, bigger news this week: uh, Devolver Digital, one of my favourite publishers of all time. Uh, has just been put up on the stock market. They're currently now valued at $950 million. Uh, Sony have confirmed they are a uh, part one uh, investor now in Devolver Digital. So it could be that Devolver Digital games uh, will be coming to PlayStation exclusively. Uh, the official PlayStation Twitter account also posted a tweet saying it was honoured to be an investor. Uh, they have now been floated on the market. They were the team behind Death's Door, 
um, which was a game that was highly touted for last year as game of the year. Inscription, uh, which is coming out, is out this year. Uh, that's also currently slated as a game of the year. Hotline Miami are another one. Uh, they are an indie publisher. They do have other teams. Uh, they were the original publisher, uh, but I think it was other uh, Fall Guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, they also published that game as well. Uh, they've now been floated on AIM as some market of London Stock Exchange for $950 million. So massive congratulations. They are now the second largest gaming company on the London Stock Exchange uh, as far as how much they're actually worth, which is absolutely <laughs> insane. Well, uh, Marvel nuts. Avengers, though, is getting a new release date uh, for Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, he's, not only swinging, he's now it's only swinging on to PlayStation. Months and months of waiting. Uh, we do know Spider-Man is now coming to Marvel Avengers. That game is awful. Go buy Guardians instead. Uh, but Spider-Man <laughs> is releasing as part of the... It is. Uh, I've, I rated Guardians as 5 out of 5. That game is phenomenal. Wow. It's literally, it is so reminiscent of the movies. It's not even funny you'd think it was made by the MCU. Or as part of the MCU. It is such a good yeah. game. I've been playing that. I've played about halfway through. Uh, I've written my review. I've done most of it in there. I'm going to go back and play it again. Because I, I love that game so much. Uh, surprisingly, Square Enix has made the release date for this Spider-Man. Uh, as part of a smaller Bronten con content roadmap update which is published last thursday you can find that on games inquiry right now uh, peter parker discovers that aim plans to inquire tech that will make their robot rb invincible when he's joining forces with black widow and miss marvel who remain unaware of his identity uh, this is pretty big news and if you are still playing marvel's avengers uh you can now play it for the rest of us thank god we're not playing anymore uh, also, Overwatch and Diablo have been delayed to at least 2023. This came out by our Video Games Chronicle this past week. Uh, it has now been delayed, unfortunately. Uh, you guys play Overwatch or Diablo? No. <laughs> um, I no. play um, Overwatch. I love that game. Yeah, I got well, it on every, I got it on Switch. I got it on Xbox. I got it on PlayStation. Um, yeah, it's a brilliant game. It was me and you last week, wasn't it, on the podcast? What's that? I think it was me and you in last week's episode wasn't it 36 yeah it was yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, at blizzard is no longer running battle.net weirdly oh. activision's now taking that off them as well oh uh, my gosh. but the uh, two hotly anticipated blizzard games have been pushed back to 2023 it's another year uh, blizzard Where? said on in february uh, both overwatch and diablo 4 will be launching in at least 2022 uh, Daniel Allegri from Activision Blizzard Chief CEO. You mean over Overwatch 2, yeah? Overwatch 2, yes, Diablo 4. Uh, they are working with new leadership. In Wait, when did they say it's coming? Uh, they said originally 2022. Yeah. Uh, they've now said that they're pushing the game back. Uh, Daniel 2023. Allegri. Uh, yeah, 2023. Chief, he's the chief operating officer. Said they're pushing the games back for another year to 2023. It's become apparent that some of the content plans for next year will benefit from more development time to reach their full potential. Uh, I think this might be because they know they're going to get sued for a hefty amount, and the more money they bring in before that lawsuit happens uh, will not be good for them. Anyway, uh, I think Forbes, they're trying to hold them back. Some that Forbes said um, Forbes are saying Blizzard isn't even committing to a 2023 Overwatch 2 release date. So they're not even no, committed. No, this comes from Activision. Yeah, the Activision can say one thing, but it's saying Forbes are saying Blizzard. They're not even committing to it. So uh, let's see. Could be a disaster. We don't know. 
Could, it could be the fact that Activision knows they're getting sued. Yeah. They're trying to hold off and bringing in more money because then there's more money in the company for them to have to pay out. So I think that's why they might be pushing it back. Because they know Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 are going to be massive sellers. Diablo 4? Yeah, Diablo 4. Diablo. Oh, yeah. no, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's what I said. Go on. Uh... Go on, man. I that. Next. Right, anyway. I'm going to call it Diablo. You can call it Diablo. You call it yeah, but that's the, the actual pronunciation. Uh, it's a news. Spanish word. It means devil. I don't care, man. We're I'm not gonna having call it, I'm calling it Diablo. Stop being El Diablo. Stop being El Diablo. Yeah, this is this is an English list. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, yeah. Elder Ring uh, released 15 minutes of gameplay uh, this past week. Uh, hugely anticipated game. Did you guys watch the gameplay reveal? Of what? Gameplay reveal for Elden Ring. Listen. Oh yeah, yeah, that was wicked. I was yeah. blown. I mean, you yeah, can watch the trailers. Know. Do stream all the trailers on Games Inquirer Media Tab. Is that free on? Um, who's making that? Uh, from Software and Bethesda. Is it going to be free on Game Pass? I don't think so. Not initially, anyway. What about um the Skyrim update? Skyrim update it will be. It'll be on Game Pass. Okay, good. Not day one, but it is planned for Game Pass. Okay, good. I don't mind waiting. Uh, they did release 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, there's a horse that you can jump up cliffs on. Uh, you have a magic horse that randomly appears and you can fly up cliffs. Uh, there's also something heightened where dragon dice sends on the player out of nowhere. So there's dragons in this. Uh, the open world of the game is you can explore. Uh, there's different missions, still talk to different people. There's a big dungeon, apparently, in the Limgrove region of the world uh, where you can do uh, dungeon quests. Uh, a huge amount of combat, which was shown in the trailer. Go check the trailer out. It is flipping awesome. Uh, you also get a multi-armed monstrosity, which swings a giant, a giant colossal golden axe. Uh, is able to grapple your opponent with one arm and then use his hand as a fire-breathing dragon head. Wow. That's insane. Uh, gameplay concluded with the news there'll be special editions we do have those special editions if you want to go check them out uh, they're on Games Inquirer right now just type in the search bar Elden Ring you'll find it uh, there's three the collector's edition with the statue looks amazing I've got to get that I was hoping it's not too expensive um, but there is collector's edition does come with a steelbook case 40 page art book digital soundtrack usual stuff you get in the collector's edition and a 23 centimeter tall statue of Melania uh, which is the Blade of Menquilla, uh, the red-helmeted character you see in the first reveal of Elden Ring, uh, which looks like it could be the main character. Uh, the Premium Collector's Edition is exclusive. The Premium Collector's Edition is exclusive to the Bandai Namco store, so you have to buy it online. It will now release, confirmed release date, February 25th next year. Wow. Which is awesome. But we're going to jump into some music. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. Stay tuned. We've got some more news coming up. Uh, and that's it. I'll see you in a minute.
Yeah, I'm keeping that. <laughs> no, you no, never. No. Welcome back, episode 37 of Talking Gates Podcast. I am joined here by Shinobi and Chloe. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Good. How are you? Good. good. Uh, is, I'm okay. Uh, really busy work. <laughs> uh, we still got the proposal investor stuff to deal with. Uh, they're still trying to update the website, add more features, uh, which Shinobi needs to be helping me out with this week because I'm stuck. Uh, but other than that, we're great. Um, but... Jumping back into this news story, and this is, we obviously spoke about Activision a lot. I think we've been talking about this Activision case since this podcast started, episode one. Um, but Ubisoft are now following suit. Uh, better Ubisoft Group is seeking public support uh, in its battle for improved working conditions. Uh, according to Video Games Chronicle, this also came from Kotaku, a uh, new petition has been circulated demanding structural reform at Ubisoft. Uh, they're asking everybody including us, to sign it. Uh, earlier this summer, the group, which calls itself a better Ubisoft, released an open letter to its employer calling for real fundamental changes uh, in the wake of, similar to Activision, sexual misconduct, harassment and discrimination. Uh, so it's currently been signed by over a 1,000 current and former employees. It has accused Ubisoft's management of offering nothing more than a year of kind words, empty promises, and an inability or unwillingness to remove known offenders. It has also included the following demands, which the group claims have been ignored. Uh, stop promoting and moving known offenders from studio to studio. We know they do this anyway. Uh, yeah. They said they want a collector seat at the table to have a meaningful say in uh, in company decisions moving forward and who they hire. Uh, they've also announced cross-industry collaboration to agree on a set of ground rules. So it looks like they're calling for the industry to unionise. Uh, that all studios have to handle offences in the future. And they've also announced a collaboration and must heavily involve employees in non-management positions and union, as union representatives. Uh, they said that they have 100 days ago, we signed our open letter, uh, we set out our four key demands. None of our demands have been met. Today we're launching a new petition open for all supporters to sign. Uh, so if you don't know where this letter is, we're going to link it down below so you can go sign this petition. Uh, Ubisoft has told VGC in July uh, that it carefully read the open letter and was taking the issues very seriously. Uh, they made significant and meaningful changes designed to improve working conditions. In response to the stuff that happened previously, uh, the publisher, the uh, CEO, Yves Guillemot, uh, subsequently echoed these sentiments in a company-wide email. And, and he referenced a number of structural reforms they'd made over the year, uh, such as the appointment of Chief People Officer Anika Grant, uh, the introduction of anonymous harassment reporting mechanisms, updating its code of conduct, carrying out compulsory company-wide anti-sexism and anti-harassment training. Uh, there are important steps forward. It's a long progress, but there is still work to be done. Uh, responding to Ubisoft's statement, uh, a better Ubisoft group said a few points had been addressed. We're aware the company has made some improvements. We are happy to hear that Eves and their leadership team agree that it's not enough. Ubisoft continues to protect and promote known offenders and their allies. So people that are bullies, that are sexually harassing women in the workplace, they're holding women it's back. A bit, it's a bit more than that. Don't they have rapists? No, that's Activision. That was two individuals at Activision that raped a woman. In the office or where? I think one of them was on a, a company retreat. Uh, and the other one was whilst they were out of the office, not directly in the office. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but Ubisoft, thankfully, doesn't have that issue. They haven't had that problem. But they yeah. do have issues with sexual harassment, bullying, uh, and discrimination against women. Uh, they said they are looking... The company is protecting known offenders. Uh, they see management continuing to avoid the issue. They said they are clarifying the invitation to reach out to company management personally is not the same as having a collective seat at the table. Uh, they concluded by saying, by being the first to start this collaboration, Ubisoft has the opportunity to be at the forefront of creating a better future for the games industry. We demand that this work be done in collaboration with employees at all levels. They want to see real fundamental change in Ubisoft and across the industry for the sake of everyone who works there. We look forward to a response that addresses all the issues raised and properly acknowledges our demands. Uh, Activision Blizzard have also engaged in a battle with the company's leadership. Obviously, uh, they're currently facing legal action, both federal and in civil court, uh, for lawsuits involving the sexual harassment, abuse, uh, the RAP word, uh, bullying, discrimination, blah, blah, blah. We spoke about this at length about Activision. Um, Ubisoft are facing similar issues. Thankfully, they haven't gone as bad as Activision Blizzard is. Right. And this is why there are very limited numbers of females working in games production. Yes, there is. I thought there's a lot. Um, there isn't as many as there are men. Men outnumber women in gaming. Yeah, yeah, eight. but there's a lot more than before. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, there's more than before, but that doesn't change the fact that men still outnumber women quite significantly. And this sort of behaviour by a company like Ubisoft does not help things at all. Yeah. You suppose I mean, we're supposed to be in a making everything more equal society, not. No, nah, I mean, it's it's doing changing. things like this. It's changing, but you know, it's it's in comp in big companies though. It's changing for. And you got to realize also that gaming predominantly in the early years was mostly male dominated, and yeah. then girls jumped on after. Yeah. Uh, so the industry is shifting, and there yeah. are a that's, lot that's of be- that's because when it originally started, the people that invented, like when gaming in, gaming first came about, the yeah. people that were involved in gaming were already in the tech industry, yeah. and were predominantly men at that time because it was seen as more of a male dominated. It was field. all men, isn't it? Like yeah. in the beginning, it, what, it, what it was I think there was one woman back then who was yeah. involved in, not in directly making the stuff, but she was involved in, you know. But there was it's it's grown since then, and more women have jumped in the field because it's a very lucrative industry if you have the skills to do so. And they're in power as well. So like, yeah, a lot of them I mean, this is the issue though with companies like Ubisoft and Activision and EA and Rare is that there isn't enough women in that company. Well, to no, make but they had change. they had um, they had women leading that um, Ubisoft on certain teams, right? They they do they do. I, I, mean, wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't even argue that it's. I wouldn't even argue. That that it's the not being enough women that's the issue. It's yeah. the way the women that they've got are being treated. Yeah, that's the problem. They need to have more women in management roles to counteract the male perceived notion. No, no, what I think... But that's think, not going to happen. That's I not going to happen because you're if you're if you're a company that are treating women badly anyway, you're not you're not you're gonna struggle to attract women in the lower down roles never mind management because at that point it 
I mean, we uh, yeah. well, the one woman that we of know at Activision that causes the most issues is Fran Townsend, and she's in a senior management role. Uh, a number of the women that were involved in dismissing HR claims were women in that yeah. HR department. That now entire team is now gone. They've all been sacked from Activision. Um, but they seem to. There's not enough women in predominant roles who have a voice in that company, um, mainly in Activision at the moment. Uh, no, because the minute women get a voice, they're basically told to shut up because nobody yeah. wants to listen to us. I think. Yeah. I think. It, I think it's more. I think. I think you need more. I think you need a governing body. That mm. I mean, uh, we, we did talk about. I, I think. Yeah. I think you need a yeah. governing body that examines these companies on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. yeah. Then there needs to uh, be a because it's not just authority. the women; it's that the men suffer as well. They're abusing uh, all their employees. Yeah, and um, it know, is so, predominantly women that get abused. No, yeah, it is. But I'm saying that let's say um, all their workers get abused, as in uh, unpaid overtime. You know, yeah. being forced I mean, to. That, you know, the, the issue with that, I mean, that's industry wide. That will always happen because. No, but that's the why they need a governing body to they regulate. They, they need they a regulator. They do need a regulatory authority in the industry. Yeah, if you have that, you're not going to get happen. any of this. Including yeah. I mean, the sexual harassment, the industry needs to unionize at a, a, a mm. global wide level, and they need a, they need um, a zero tolerance with uh, sexual misconduct against mm. both men and women. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, we yeah. do know there has been some issues with men with sexual harassment in Activision, where men were grabbed by other men. Yeah, but See? the predominant the predominant amount of cases in Activision where there has been sexual touching in the workplace, yeah. where there has been harassment of a, a sexual nature, where there has been abuse uh, as far as that woman who sadly committed suicide because of the way she was treated. Oh, they were sending naked photos around the office. Oh, that's um, evil. Yeah. I, you and know what? This, People this, that are... was the same woman who was sexually assaulted using the RAPE word by a member of male management. You know what? That that's so disgusting. Yeah. That was on a company retreat that she was. That is disgusting. That's unforgivable. I mean, things like that are just disgraceful. Yeah, things that they they should get prosecuted by the. Uh, yeah, I mean, Activision. Yeah. This is the reason why these things are happening is because yeah. companies like Activision and Ubisoft, instead of outing these individuals, yeah. instead of sacking them outright. Moving them from one studio to the other studio so that they aren't in that office anymore. I think that, that is, is extremely. What about the police? What about the, the, it's it's they have an, uh, a a a policy where they won't discuss it with law enforcement, which is wow. why there's. I thought, I thought how yeah, is that legal? It's not. It's not. It's not legal. How is that, that legal? Yeah, and I bet I bet they threaten the women as well. I bet they threaten yeah, them if they you go do. to the they, law. They, they, when you when you get assaulted, this is the this is the uh, issue with the HR in Activision. You know what? Gamers sign. Yeah, let me let me finish. They're yeah. making them sign NDAs so yeah. that they couldn't talk to anybody about it, including the police. Considering there are women who said I've been raped and assaulted in this workplace, but because they've signed an NDA, they can't go talk to the police. You know what? Gamers, gamers is one way to solve it. Gamers, you need to boycott these companies. We had this discussion, I think, about what that three months. Just don't ago. buy their games. Don't buy their games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
because you're you're basically when you buy their games yeah you're contributing to rapist sexual harassment all that you're funding it yeah so basically you are you're basically funding it because that's what they they, they do yeah it's disgusting what they're doing it's unforgivable if i was there i'd get fired on day one because i'll beat up everyone in the office but the thing is (laughs) (laughs) i don't stand for this this is like you lot you need to like think about your morals yeah and you just think how can you fund these companies yeah yeah what is that game worth a woman getting sexually harassed or raped or even a man getting the same thing or yeah. even the slave labor conditions, the, the sweatshop conditions. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, developers are paid in America a substantial amount of money. It's about 80,000 a year. So right. if they asked to work an additional Saturday to finish the game off because there's crunch, yeah. then in some cases it would be acceptable. But in, some, in other cases, it's not. The no. issue that there is with this company uh, Call of Duty being the main one because people are still buying and funding that. I mean, we are reviewing it, but because it's the biggest game, we need traffic. But uh, with games like World of Warcraft and, and Overwatch, it's because those games are being changed uh, internally. The teams have been moved around, but the games are different to what they were before they started coming out because they've removed characters. They've taken out references, the staff members, people that worked on specific things who were known to be abusive who had done these things, their work has been removed, so they get no credit whatsoever, which is great. But at the same time, there's still issues in that company. And and people are boycotting those games. That's still not stopping the incidences from happening, though, is it? No, it's not. There needs to be more uh, public... Uh, outrage and more public focus on these companies. That yeah, I mean, like, did you remember? We, remember this. what happened with EA? EA got yeah. mashed up. <laughs> they yeah. they got that. they got absolutely destroyed uh, financially yeah. from their misconduct in the past. But Thankfully, the thing is, yeah, I don't know why it's Call of Duty gamers. Yeah, they need to just like understand what they're supporting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love I, Call I'll of Duty. You, I'm thinking, yeah, we had this discussion last week. Though, we? Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, we, we had this discussion last week where we said they gamers associate Call of Duty with Call of Duty. They don't associate with that. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Sorry, sorry. sorry. We yeah, did, yeah. We, we, yeah. We did mention this last week because Activision now, when they're putting out press releases and articles and stuff and they've asked us to, to you know, quote this particular line or whatever, they call it the Call of Duty company. They don't call it Activision. Yeah. And if you go back on the latest Vanguard uh, post we put up, uh, one of the bit where it says at the very beginning that came directly from Activision, where they called right. it the Call of Duty Company. They have not called it Activision uh-huh. anywhere in that article because everything they've asked us specifically to mention was Call of Duty, not Activision. We did right. change some of it to obviously make sure that their name is actually put in there because now they're trying to rebrand the Call of Duty as just Call of Duty. They don't want Activision name put on their press releases. Yeah. Which is why there needs to be more focus on Call of Duty, as there is with Overwatch and and World of Warcraft, because those games are that game is still very popular, and people don't associate with that division on a on a national scale. Yeah, mobile or console, they don't do it, which is why they're getting away with it and still making money. We did call for unionisation. We did call for the games to be boycotted. Nobody wanted to join us. Not even, you know, VGC. I'm not going to say IGN because there's a separate issue right there. We'll discuss that next week. Um, but 
nobody wanted to join us in that boycott. No press wanted to get involved. Uh, so we were just like, well, we'll go back to doing it. We're not going to be the only ones here. We're not going to we're gonna stand out like a sore thumb. So we stopped yeah. doing it. But Although, I, to be fair, standing out like a sore thumb does occasionally get people talking, and then might. I mean, we're too we're too small to really make people. an impact. We're not we're not having got millions of followers. True, true, but you've got to start somewhere. Yeah, true. I mean, we are getting. We do thank you though to the four and a half thousand people that has logged on this site in the last week or the last month. Uh, you have been it's been amazing. Uh, we're higher now than we was when we rebranded as ICU Gamer, which is great. Uh, internet traffic now is up by about two hundred people a day. Uh, we're growing now again. Uh, we still want to get our numbers back. So if you haven't already got an account, please make sure you go on Games Acquire, create an account. Uh, everybody that create an account on ICU Gamer, we want you back. We miss you. We love you. Please come home. Uh, make sure you please do create an account because you will get notified when we post anything. Uh, if you don't see us putting up any videos or posts and come on when I'm done with things because we're either not working at that point uh, because we do have other stuff on the side. We need to finish first before we keep releasing articles and putting things up because I have to work on money, but I'm also doing all the news articles and it's there's, there's not enough hours in the day. But anyway, uh, speaking of Forza Horizon from earlier, uh, the yeah. car horns uh, is really cool because they've added horns based on Banjo Kazooie, Doom, uh, Battle Worlds, the Outer Worlds, uh, into the game. They're now in car horns, so you can hear the theme tunes in the car horns. Wow. Uh, the full <laughs> list includes Halo, Sea of Thieves, Killer Instinct, Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, both Spiral Mountain Banjo Kazooie games, part one and two, uh, and Doom. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is making all of these changes to pay homage to the games that have the other companies. And if you've played, if you played the previous, um, any of the previous Forza games, and they're on your account, it will unlock mm. a vehicle per game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's so also you... a tweet that uh, Forza have put up on Twitter. Uh, they've said that. If you come online at Forza Horizon 5, which is coming on Tuesday, uh, there is time zones that will become available uh, across all Xbox and PC. 12.01 a.m. on the 9th, that game will become available. So you can play it pretty much from midnight, which is very cool. And they've enabled what? Dolby Vision yep. for Forza Horizon 4 and 5. Yes. Uh, they've they've yep. also added uh, sign, uh, sign language support as well for Forza. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So when that's my really mic, cool. when my mic First is not working, sign language. That's wicked. When my mic's not working, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to do sign language, mate. Yeah, I know I'm a not, few words I'm like not. that. Oh. I, I know what that means. I, <laughs> well, I know a word with one finger, anyway, two fingers. We learnt basic yeah, sign. That's not sign language. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it is. It's anyway, just not Kenobi. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Go on, then. Uh, Konami, uh, e-football game. Uh, they have stated there is delaying the update to make the game playable till next year. Uh, it's continued to be in an utter fiasco. Uh, they have offered DLC refunds. They postponed their mobile version. Uh, they are delayed, you know, their main update, which would fix a lot, fix a lot of issues with this game. Uh, the news dumped on Friday. 
they can't imagine how bad it is. It's still an awful game. Uh, it's going to be a complete disaster from the get-go. They dropped the Pez name in favour of eFootball. The branding has never been the least of their issues because the game has become the distinct dishonour of being the most hated game ever on Steam. Uh, Konami has apologised, but it continues uh, from Konami. Uh, they have used in the word clusterfuck. I love that from Kotaku. We don't use bad language, but that's really good. Uh, Konami have also had a track record of making excellent games in the past. Uh, Pez lately for the last few years has been awful, um, but they do have a track record of making good games. Mid-October, company announced an update, which was a 0.9.1. It was just scheduled for this week. Uh, the update was supposed to drop today. Konami has acknowledged more bugs and glitches for each platform. Issues include spectator graphics looking strange. It's at least less the tame word of saying it. Uh, they've also announced post-game sequences, uh, which should be fixed. Rarenses of players getting fouled, even though there was no collision. So you can get a red card for just standing still. Yeah. Uh, Xbox and Windows versions, there were error messages for controllers that they were, in fact, properly connected. The game was clearly they weren't connected. Konami's temporary fix, though, is make sure the controller is connected. You just have to reboot the game. Uh, which is just ridiculous. Uh, they're currently hard, working hard to fix all these known issues. Uh, they can't be stressed it will continue to fix bugs uh, and update the game accordingly, but they are updating their major V.1 update, which will fix a lot of the issues. Uh, so it was originally scheduled for the 11th, so next week. It will be released now in spring, so you're looking at about April or May. Is this not precisely why the last time I was here, I said maybe they should just leave the soccer games to EA or whoever it is that does FIFA? Because yeah, I mean EA hasn't even had the license now for FIFA. <laughs> What's happening there? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, it's because the uh, FIFA want a billion dollars. Yeah, right, yeah, years. I I, I remember that no. conversation. That's terrible. So it looks to me yeah. like soccer games or football, depending on where you are in the world, are going to die a death because this is yeah, going don't horribly. Call it soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm just catering for anybody who might do. <laughs> yeah, th- th- this has turned into a disaster. And obviously, yeah. There's the FIFA fiasco, yeah. so I don't think we're seeing any new football games anytime soon. Well, um, if they are apparently they're going to call it EA Sports Pro or something, EA for the next one. Oh, is that what is they're going to change FIFA to? Yeah, that's what they're going to call it too, but that doesn't even remotely ring no. off the tongue. Doesn't sound right, does it? Um, but moving on, last story this week, and it's a feel-good story. Uh, Warner Brothers is making a gaming movie uh, set in the 1980s, which I absolutely love. Uh, 8-Bit Christmas movie is called. Wow. It's a family movie about a child in the 1980s trying to get an NES. Uh, the wow. trailer for Warner Brothers' upcoming film is out now. Uh, you will be able to watch it on Games Inquirer as well. Uh, it's going to be on the media tab. Uh, the story is being filmed, told in the present day by an adult Jake to his daughter. I mean, it's filled with inaccuracies and over-the-top lies. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris stars as adult Jake, uh, while Winsley Fegley plays his 10-year-old younger self. Uh, the 8-Bit Christmas will stream exclusively on HBO Max in the US starting November 24th. It'll then be available worldwide 
Uh, we has no time constraint on whether it will be distributed elsewhere. But if you want VPN, you can watch it whenever you want. Uh, all which video services it will be available on. And uh, NES was the most popular Christmas toy in North America in 1988, which is when the year I was one when that game that came out. Uh, the Game Boy followed suit 1989. Uh, the movie appears to be comically exaggerated. Obviously, a scarcity how, how scarce the console was rings true for today with the PS5 and Series X. Uh, it's a popular by 1990. It was estimated only 30% of people owned one. Uh, 8-bit Christmas. It's not the first movie to revolve around the NES. Uh, the first one was The Wizard, uh, which had Fred Savage from the Wonder Years uh, taking his emotionally withdrawn younger brother Jimmy across America to play in the Nintendo tournament. I think you'll like this movie, uh Shinobi. Uh, the film yeah. became popular in that meme because of the I love the power glove. But yeah, this movie is actually looks really good. And I'm gonna if you've got a VPN, you can go watch it. HBO Max, you just need a VPN, you can set your uh, VPN to being in the US and you can go watch this when it comes out. Uh, it's from Warner Brothers, so do expect it to be released some point in the near future at cinemas worldwide. Uh, they're not gonna just gonna keep it US, it will be worldwide no, of eventually. Course not. So, uh, yeah, nice feel-good movie in time for Christmas. Uh, Other than that, that has been it for us this week. Uh, Thank you guys for joining me. Um, Brandon Bam Bam will be back next week. Uh, Hopefully you're on Shinobi because he does want to meet you finally. He's like, where's where's Shinobi? Uh, But he'll be back next week. Hopefully Callum is as well and he crawls out of his bed at some point this week. Um, Other than that, I'll drive him here next week if I have to. That would be good. Uh, but that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I've been the major. Uh, you have been Shinobi. Yeah. Yeah, this is the point you say goodbye, dude. <laughs> okay. See you later, guys. Um, hope Bye. you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, and Chloe, thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, thank you very that much. That was we'll a really weird way of saying it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week uh, episode 38 thank you everybody for joining us don't forget to check out the website follow us on all socials Games Inquiry you'll find us pretty much everywhere go to gamesinquiry.com you'll find all our social links Uh, and we will be streaming some Forza 5 next weekend Uh, there will also be another video from up for me either tonight or tomorrow uh, of updates and stuff trying to get everything done Um, and it's fireworks night tonight so I'm going out to watch fireworks uh with my no, children. That, wait that was yesterday yeah i was gonna say but i'm fine out yeah but it's not everybody do fridays true oh. well hopefully it was the yesterday but i terrible. know everybody can do fridays true so I'm hopefully the weather's not as terrible where you are as it is yeah, here I mean, because firework is, night might be a bit now, but yeah, it's <laughs> currently, it's currently <laughs> chucking it down outside my bedroom window, so hopefully you it's, don't get it's that. It's really, really windy here. Hopefully it'll be all right. Yeah, well, it's it'd be even worse with with wind. There's there's guys rain, doing so um, there's do, there's True. guys doing you know fireworks fountains. They were doing that in um, Hammersmith High Road on a bus route. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> fireworks in the fountains. Yeah, okay. and the bus was coming by, <laughs> yeah, and I thought, what? And it was spraying on the cars. There was parked cars there. It's spraying on the cars. That's mad. That's mad. I couldn't believe I'm it. I'm hoping it will be all right tonight. We're going. To, we're leaving in a few hours, so this podcast will be up tomorrow, six o'clock every Sunday. Make sure you tune in, listen to this podcast. Uh, we do enjoy doing this podcast, and hopefully, uh, you guys enjoy it too. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Take care, guys.
It's the Talking Games Podcast.